So how does one be careful when trying to buy a business if you believe we're on the cusp of a recession? Hey there everyone, it's uh, David Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, podcast where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized enterprises. This week I've got a question that came in by email from Jesse who said, hey, I'm going to be buying a business, Uh, I want to make sure I'm not making a bad move, and I believe we might be on the cusp of a recession. What kinds of things do I need to look out for? That fantastic, fantastic question, Jesse. But first, I want to let you guys know, I just got back from a short vacation, and uh, I was on a little cruise, and ended up in LA. And while I was in LA, in the matter of a conversation with someone, I learned about a business that is going to be coming up for sale in the next couple of years, because in two years, because the owner actually said to me that he plans to retire in the next two years. Okay. And if you want to know what that business is, just subscribe to the email list because I wrote an email about it in my daily emails. Uh, it's probably going to be coming out this weekend. All right. So back to back to Jesse's question. So first of all, a recession does not mean that things grind to a halt in the world of business brokerage. Um, in fact, when I was a business broker, uh, we were in the bad years, 2008, 2009, 2010. And so businesses were trying to sell financing became more difficult because of the financial crisis on wall street um once the results of the recession started to appear so sales were declining earnings were declining what was interesting is that most business owners who didn't have to sell didn't sell they, they would not put their business on the market because they would feel that the valuation was they would get would be too low. So they would have this idea that they could fix the business once the recession was done. And sometimes those guys ran out of time. They A year or two went by and they really had to sell for personal reasons. And uh, for some of them, they hung on for years and years until their business recovered and then they sold. Which brings about a big question is, is, is when do businesses actually go up for sale? And most of the time, it never makes sense to sell a good business um, because the valuations a small business gets are quite low, except if you happen to have one record-breaking year after another and things are getting better and better and better and you can sell your business for top dollar, then it makes sense to try to get out. And from some of the things that I'm seeing these days through consulting clients, is businesses are having earnings and sales increases year after year that are reaching like really high numbers for the 2018 financials that are coming out. And uh, business owners want to sell at top multiples of the 2018 numbers. So it's like they're, they're reaching for the highest possible price. And, and then, you know, the question is, why do they want to sell? Is it because they have a pressing personal concern forcing them to need to get out of the business? which is the normal reason why small businesses sell? Or do they believe that something bad is coming and that the performance of their business is not gonna carry on and that they sense an opportunity to cash out at maximum dollars, right? And so so this is the danger, and this is probably why Jesse has written me this, this email, because he's worried that if he has to pay top dollar for something, uh, you know, then maybe a recession comes along and it's gonna be a bad move for him. So, so here's what I did before I give the advice of, of what I think you need to look for anyway when you're buying one of these businesses. I wrote down a couple of things that um, 
one should look out for if you believe that we're about to hit a recession, okay? And so number one is what kinds of industries might be more affected by a recession than others? And will the business that you're potentially buying have a lot of exposure to those industries? So for example, if you're buying a janitorial company, um, you know, whether there's a recession or not, people need to have things cleaned up. But if, you know, half the customers of a janitorial customer were travel agents and high-end luxury restaurants, you know, those industries might be more affected by a recession, which could in turn affect the business that you're looking at. Likewise, if your business sells to customers, uh, consumers, so let's say it's a business in a town where some of the biggest employers are companies that may be affected by a recession, like an airline, for example, um, then maybe that will be have a negative impact because if the airline starts laying people off, then the entire economy of that city might might go into decline. So look for exposure, whether or not the business you're buying you think will be affected by a recession. Look at how their customers or the market itself, the city or town, would be affected if a recession came along. Secondly, you want to look at the variable versus fixed expenses. So if you are selling pizza, you know, and sales go down, well, then some of the costs go down right? Your food costs go down, your labor costs will go down to a certain extent until you reach the hard minimum for opening the doors. But um, the overhead expenses, the rent, you know, finance charges, etc., those are fixed and will remain. So if you think a recession is coming, then you're going to want to look for a business that has more variable costs than fixed overheads, or has the ability to somehow change to restructure those fixed overheads if they become a problem, okay? Um, third thing, reporting systems. So one of the big problems is that if, if people get into a recessionary environment and sales start to go down and earnings start to go down, if you don't know that's happening in your business, it's harder for you to react. So you need to make sure that the business you're looking at actually has great reporting systems so that if things start to change or slide, you become aware immediately and are able to do things about it, whether that's customers starting to take longer and longer to pay you if you give terms to your customers, or if you know the cash register till isn't ringing up as much, or if the SKU mix is changing. So if people are still coming, but they're buying lower margin things. Um, fourth thing, terms of sale. So. You know, I've, I've, I've said this many times before, um, if you go and you buy a business and it's a highly leveraged transaction, like 90% financing, um, you know, you can do that. The next question out of my mouth is, who are you borrowing from? Because if you're borrowing from a bank under a government program like an SBA loan, then if things go sideways, um, you really have no options because you owe them the money, plain and simple, right? But if the financing is from the seller, then you have an opportunity when you're buying the business to work in different terms and conditions that could give you more flexibility if there was a downturn in the business. So you could work in terms that said, you know, um, if sales drop below a certain amount, then the amortization could change on the loan. Or maybe if sales drop below a certain amount, then maybe there's interest only payments, which is something that I've negotiated 
in deals before, in particular in seasonable, seasonal businesses. So in the off season, if sales are below a certain amount, then the buyer can make interest only payments, it preserves cash, gives the buyer more flexibility. Um, and if the seller is unwilling to give you any kind of seller financing or reasonable terms, then you have to start to question, why will the person not do this? And it's usually one of a few things. It's usually, you know, number one, they know something's wrong in the business. They don't want to tell you, right? They're trying to rip you off. Number two, um, they don't think you can run the business. So they don't want to risk their own money lending it to you. Um, number three, they think that there's something wrong with the business or maybe they're afraid of a recession. And so they don't want to do that. They want to take the money and run. Uh, or number four, they're, they're simply ignorant of how businesses are sold, which which could be, right? And that's why, point number five, um, we have to get back to the basics here. Um, if you're going to buy a business from someone, you have to have the opportunity to develop a relationship with that person, get to know them, find out what their motivations are. And if they are motivated to sell their business because of a pressing personal concern, and they're willing to make a fair deal, and they're willing to share some of the risk through seller financing, which means that they have an interest in your success, that they have an interest in helping you out by giving you coaching and advice, etc. Um, if you should run across any problems, well, you can make a deal with that person. But if if the seller has insulated themselves and they're trying to treat this process like the adversarial tone we get in a real estate deal, for example, where you know the seller has his price and the buyers come along, and then in the worst case scenario, there are multiple buyers who are trying to bid for this precious golden goose that's laying golden eggs, well, then the seller's got everything set up in their favor to get the highest price, get the least amount of seller financing, take the money and run. And that's when you really have to be concerned that you might be buying something that could give you a problem, whether or not there's a recession coming. So if you want to learn how to buy a business and do it properly, recession or not, head on over to businessbuyeradvantage.com and sign up for my online training program. It's nine and a half hours of video tutorials. There's a 50-page workbook. I take you through the whole process of how to find, negotiate, make a deal for, and you know buy a small business and why each step is important and why we do each thing the way we do it. And it's just a couple hundred bucks. And if you want even more help than that, then you can join my Business Buyer Adventure program and you'll find out more information about that over at businessbuyeradvantage.com. Um, and if you haven't already, sign up for my email list. And um, I send things out every day sometimes. And uh, cute stories, ideas, thoughts, you'll enjoy it. Anyway, talk to you next week. Cheers.